0: Hi, Bree! Hi. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. Love it. Happy to be here. It's a, <laughs> Happy full, to- it's
1: a full circle moment for
0: us. It yeah. is. It is. Um, it's pretty crazy to have you here because I told you on the phone when I asked you to be on Spiritual Slang the reason, uh, but let's tell the people. So Brie is my friend but I met her because she was my small group leader Mm -hmm. and what's crazy is also because I was writing notes about it and I was like about this episode and I was like dang she has played such a pivotal part in my life because Mm -hmm. you knew me when I first came to the Lord Mm -hmm. which is like a completely different version of me like super shy super quiet not always like participating in conversation and now I'm here like talking and I have you on here um but I was like dang Brie has really played like a pivotal moment and I feel like or pivotal piece in my life. And then sometimes I'll go back to you like in big life moments mm-hmm. where I like need advice or something. Like you're in my wise counsel circle. Just because I trust your opinion and you led me in that small group
1: when I was like a little freshy. Yeah. Listen. In the Christian world. I, I was equally fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um but that's when we like were starting and you're like, okay, let's pray. Like that's what I was like, oh my gosh, this is such an amazing moment because I remember you were super quiet. And I mean, really, none of us really knew like how to pray like that. But I remember when we did that prayer challenge. Mm-hmm. And then we were in the group together. And you talked about wanting to start a podcast, all that stuff. But then just to like see who you became after mm-hmm. that. And it's just like at the drop of the dime, like, yeah, let's pray. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just those little moments that I've yeah. been sitting here now with you. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. we've really come a long
0: way a long way we're grown women now We're so grown.
1: but for context that group was in like 2018
0: mm-hmm. in the beginning of 2018 when I had the idea to do the podcast yeah but there was no way I was going to do it back then and so it was like a time to wait but I remember like very specifically struggling with finding purpose mm-hmm. and like what does purpose mean because like I feel like when you first come into faith you're like what does that even mean what does that even look like right. um and then i got the idea of the podcast and it wasn't that the podcast was my purpose it was the way Mm -hmm. i was going to execute my purpose you know um and so and so yeah it's just crazy so that was back in 2018 yeah and i was just like thinking about that and i was like dang she really was my small group leader and then i always (laughs) say she was like the best small group leader and everyone knows that like i met all my good friends in there and all the sudden that thing was popping and it was
1: a party and you're the hostess with the mostest listen it's (laughs) i mean it's so crazy that you even say that because like even in being a small group leader like i found a part of my purpose in that as well mm-hmm. just because like nat- like these are things that i naturally like to do i naturally love hosting people i naturally love like creating environments and experiences and so even looking back on where i'm at today to 2018 like that was a form of purpose like forming essentially mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know so it's just kind of crazy like when you know hindsight is always 2020 And when you start piecing together the parts of the puzzle, Mm -hmm. it just is like, oh, wow, I've I've been in this game for a minute. Yeah,
0: you got skin in the game?
1: I have (laughs) skin in the game. Oh, my
0: goodness. Okay, So, so when I got the idea for Spiritual Slang, I knew what it was going to turn into. Mm-hmm. But I knew, obviously, it wasn't the time, like I said, because 2018, I was in no space to be talking about anything that I was going through. Um, and then once it was time, I knew I was going to go to audio first because God kind of wanted me to get, like, more comfortable with talking and not have, mm-hmm. like people have to watch me, and I was just in my closet doing it, and it was just oh, me in the mic, and it was like, oh, this is comfortable. Mm-hmm. And th- But from 2018, I knew visually how it was going to go. Like, God showed me the entire thing, um, or up until a certain point, and I knew it was going to potentially go into, like, having guests on. Mm-hmm. And I told you this, but for the people, I remember thinking, like, <laughs> I'm going to have Brion. And it was, this was, like, back then, and I was like, I'm going to have Brion. And then I thought of a couple other people because I was like – she's been through some things in life. And because I wanted this like podcast to kind of show people that um, you can come from anywhere and God can still do it. God can still use you. God can still deliver you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many people have different stories. Like he didn't just do it for me. He's done it for so many people that I know. And so that's why I wanted to have people on. And I was like, I know God's moved in Bree's life. So I'm gonna have her on. And so it's crazy that even like years back, I thought of that and I just started doing video this year and now you're on like the first official season with video. Wow. So that's crazy too.
1: That is crazy. I wanted to mention that. Man, yeah. You even saying that is just like having flashbacks. Like, wow, we have really come Mm -hmm. a long way. But yeah, like, man, you said you've been through some things, been through some things, going through some things. (laughs) Like, gonna go through some more things. (laughs) Go through some more things. I think that, like, just to sum up, like my relationship with God, like my testimony to this point, like, man, I actually this song I'll sum it up in a song because I think, um, what is it called? Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. Mm-hmm. Asbury, Yeah. Yeah. The whole leaving the 99 for the one, like I mm. really feel that statement in itself can like sum up my entire testimony because, woo, your girl used to be Ratchet. To the 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 99 to get you? Oh, 100%. 100% love the 99 to get me. Um, And even like in this moment, like reflecting back on when you were thinking about starting spiritual saying, like starting spiritual saying, like just the goodness of God and how he's really showed up in my life. And just, you know, me, I think being so independent and not thinking that I ever needed anyone. God included, like I, I had this thing mm-hmm. down packed, and just being so thankful that He left the 99 for me, cause whew, man, dang, that like, <laughs> yeah, you do like, where hits you'd be. you hits you, yeah, know? like I could have been in a completely different mm-hmm. like life, mm-hmm. and like the the honest thing about it, and the honest truth is like He continues to leave the 99 for you. Like there's even moments where. I always say like me and God are never on the same page. In true reality, I'm never on God's (laughs) page. (laughs) Um, But like, even in those moments where I'm like trying to move on my own path again, like he leaves again, he leaves Mm -hmm. the 99 again for me. So I would say, I know that's not like a full testimony, but like summing up what I feel like my walk has been, Mm -hmm. is just God constantly put like leaving, leaving the 99 for me and like, showing how much he really loves me and like that just that love giving me the confidence to like continue to move forward in this lifestyle Mm -hmm. because I got saved back in 2017 the year the year of alignment for for one our church um and I got saved in my kitchen like through a YouTube video and it wasn't like like oh I got saved like I'm talking about burning like purified by the holy ghost <laughs> and i will never forget like i'm on my floor like it feels like just like a weight like there's a weight of glory like that's just like pushing me to repentance pushing mm-hmm. me down to my knees and like just thankfulness and like looking in the mirror after that moment and realizing that i was not the same person i would never be the same person again and it's like that was in 2017 it's 2023 and Quite honestly, my friends are still shocked that I'm on this journey, But it's, like, when you really have an encounter like mm-hmm. that, like, you have – there's, like, no other – it's not like you don't have the decision. Yeah, it's just, yeah. like, no, this is what we're doing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, like, circling, like, coming back, fast-forwarding to, like, now, it's just – that's the best decision I've ever made in my life.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Um, And I think it's amazing for so many reasons. One, like the fact that you related to the song like Leaving the 99 Mm -hmm. for the One and how you said that he continues to do that because he does because like in true human form and and stubbornness as much as we are and everything Mm -hmm. like that, like God, we can get on the God path and then be like, but I kind of want to do this a little bit. And he's like, back and then like continue to do that and then also amazing because what we're going to talk about today is like there's different spaces where God's brought you to where you had to like truly trust him and have faith and be like God this doesn't look like anything that I would expect from my life or even wanted from my life but for you to like talk about in this moment like I it's the best decision I ever made still Mm -hmm. and that's like so good and that like kind of sums up like the, the love that God has for you but like when you get into relationship with God like how um how it is cuz it's like god will take you in spaces where you're you're not happy mm-hmm. uh you're disappointed it doesn't look like what you promised god like you're struggling blah 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 and then it's but it's like dang god i still wouldn't choose any other route yeah and i think
1: like, i think the what that is is the peace that mm-hmm, comes from mm-hmm, accepting like mm-hmm. jesus like i think that's what keeps me going because who lord i'm like what are we doing mm-hmm, <laughs> i mm-hmm. have a very real relationship with god it's like very You know, obviously there's reverence there, but it's like, I don't feel the need to hide anything from him and we really shouldn't. Um, But I realize even reflecting back, it's like, there is nothing like the peace of God. Mm -hmm. And that is what I would never trade for the world. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm in seasons that I don't necessarily want to be in, it's like, why is there still peace here? You know, Mm -hmm. like really, my life kind of looks messed up, Mm -hmm. but there's like this peace that surpasses all understanding and. Mm -hmm. I'm moving and living forward um, and all of like the turmoil that should be happening or maybe is happening. It's not reflective mm-hmm. in my countenance and how I'm carrying myself and all of that. And I think that is what keeps me going. Cause there's a noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. Like I know who I was pre 2017 and I carried all of that with me. Super sassy. I'm so little sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Super sassy, just kind of angry. Mm-hmm so much anxiety and like those are things that of course you know they come back from time to time and but we have the power and the authority Mm -hmm. to like rebuke that and get that out of our lives but it's just i'm completely different and Mm -hmm. so i think my you know my friends see it my family see it so that i think that's what kind of keeps me going too
0: Nice. Okay, but well, first of all, you're all up in my notes because oh, my. <laughs> No, 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 no. You're you're answering questions that I was gonna ask you, but I was like, oh, that's that's amazing. Um so you didn't grow up in the church mm-hmm. and we have that similarity where it's like we knew about God, but like didn't know about relationship. I went to church like on special holidays type of thing like mm-hmm. that. And so I went to ask and maybe it's that moment that you were talking about that was in your kitchen when you got saved, but like What was leading you? Like, how did you come to the Lord? How did you start watching that YouTube video? And like, when was it like, okay, I'm really
1: going to do this? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so happy you asked that. That just, I love how this works. Okay. Cause I just (laughs) thought of two things that I like never think about. So, yes, did not grow up in church, probably went like five times. (laughs) (laughs) I do specifically remember one Easter that I went to church, and that's because I loved my dress that I was wearing, my (laughs) Easter dress, and so that memory is forever etched in my mind. But while I didn't grow up in church, like, obviously, like, my parents had, like, a faith background, which Mm is, they grew up. During the sixties and the seventies, which is probably a huge reason why we didn't grow grow up going to church as a family, because mm-hmm. um, it was more legalistic. I feel like it was mm-hmm. like you have to go and all of this stuff. um But my mom definitely wanted us to get baptized, and I mm-hmm. remember getting baptized at eleven or ten, and like actually really feeling changed. Mm-hmm. And it was like such a special moment for me, even though I didn't really know what was going on. I remember they separated the men from the women and it was like an old school one when they pull up the stage and there's like a pool of water under <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the pool <laughs> yes and so like it's like under the stage and um when they they separated the men and the women mm-hmm. my dad was like I'll watch you guys get baptized but like I have zero desire to get baptized and I think he actually already got baptized once my <laughs> mom was like I definitely need to get re-baptized and she wanted my brother and I to be baptized so we're in a room my mom my brother and I um, we go up and i'm just feeling like i don't know like excitement maybe anxious like oh what's going to happen to me like mm-hmm. i actually went in with an expectation that something i was going to come out feeling changed and i actually did but then when i noticed everyone around me was like felt very regular um i was like oh maybe i'm like Maybe I'm like kind of making it up in my head. Mm. And I remember asking my mom, I was like, mom, do you feel changed? Like, I feel different. And she's like, that's great, honey. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think she had like that same experience. So even looking back on that, like understanding like those seeds being planted Mm. in my life that I really felt a connection at nine with no context. Mm -hmm. I just showed up and there was a pool under a stage, you know. And then I remember too being 19 in college In my in in the height of my day. (laughs) Um, You're golden (laughs) here. And I remember like being invited to a church and this moment at 19, like, you know, I went a couple of times, like, okay, this is cool, liked it, but I just wasn't ready to commit. And I Mm -hmm. remember like actually like having a conversation, like, yeah, I'm you up there, I'm not not right now. And I felt like God really honored that. Actually, not felt, I know, because your girl could have been in a lot of places, and I wasn't. Um, but I felt like he really honored that I wasn't ready for that step and for that commitment and all of that. And he gave me my space. But then at 24 in 2017, it was like I was faced with a decision, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't want to say like time's up, but like that season of- just radical grace. The, gra- the the things that I was just doing that were just purely reckless. Mm-hmm. And he was still covering and protecting me. Um, it just got to a point where it's like, you need to make a decision. And I was like, oh, all yeah, right, I'm choosing you. Let's wow. go.
0: <laughs> I love that. All right, I'm choosing you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like little moments. And I love yeah. how patient God is and how gentle he is. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm here and I'm protecting you. But when it's time, I'm going to call it's you time.
1: and you're going to have to make a decision. Yeah. Um, So we got saved around the same time. It's mm-hmm. been 2017, which is why like when I started that small group, I was like, I'm not qualified to do this. Yeah, like I had never prayed for anybody before. Yeah, <laughs> so. and you couldn't tell that you weren't qualified, which is crazy.
0: It's it's so crazy, and um, we're also the same age, so yeah. we got saved around, <laughs> yeah. the same, around the same time. Um, but that's how it was, kind of with God and me too, where it was like, well, when I looked back after, mm-hmm. I was like, dang, God, you were really there the whole time because there were times that I can where I could literally recount a moment where mm-hmm. I was like. Had it not been God protected me oh, in sure. that time, I could have gone to jail. Oh, like that thousand type of like, <laughs> dang Lord. And I wasn't even looking at him at that mm-hmm. time. I wasn't in a relationship with him. Like the last thing I was thinking about was going to church like in that time. And we have that similarity too, where we were kind of like wild and sassy and mm-hmm. still are a little sassy. <laughs> I <was kidding>. Definitely <laughs> so sassy. Um, but then there was a, a moment when I moved out here and or God was like, you need to come to L.A.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was and I didn't know at the time it was God, but I was like called my mom crying I'm like I don't know I just have to leave in two weeks She was like calm down and I was like oh, no I'm leaving in two weeks I left in two weeks came went to one um but I was watching one on YouTube too because mm-hmm. I heard in the beginning of that year to continue to watch it and then I came and then after that it was a wrap and it was like I and I'm like it was kind of like there's something new for you it's like what I mm-hmm. felt you know and it's like you thought you lived but you didn't live yet
1: yeah it's oh, like kind of yeah, how I felt, sense.
0: you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, I wasn't, I was curious about it, but I didn't really know what the heck was going on. But like, for some reason I was like, this is it, like mm-hmm. only forward from here. Like there's no going back to the old ways, you know? Um, yeah, so that's amazing. That's such a beautiful testimony. Yeah. So we have a lot of similar similarities, as I was been saying, but one of them is one of the topics I want to talk about, which is taking faith steps, mm-hmm. because in relationship with God, God will call you to many different things Mm -hmm. um and i think that's like a beautiful thing about it but it's also a scary thing sometimes Mm -hmm. or it's uncomfortable a lot of things are uncomfortable and i mean through the uncomfort is like where we grow um but he has called me out of places and had me lay down places and people and all sorts of things and told me like and didn't tell me what the next step was but all he said was like leave right you know and and I remember specifically asking him, well, what am I going to do then when he told me to leave a job? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I won't tell you in, until you leave. And I remember I was running and he said that because he would talk to me while I ran, ran a lot. Um, but I remember back in our small group days and it was kind of towards the end of the small group because it was getting big and it was time to like kind of transition. And God was calling you out of a job. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of let you tell more specifically about, about that. But it was like something that you had planned and wanted to do right in the industry that you wanted to and then it was like it's time to leave that it's time to
1: go yeah and i think what's so funny about it and again like obviously like it goes in ebbs and flows mm-hmm. so at that time what's so funny is i really thought that i was leaving for something else i was like oh i'm leaving because i'm going to start this non-profit mm-hmm. and like this is really what god is calling me to and like all these things And that was certainly a part of it, but, like, what I didn't say, like, even during, in 2017, like, it was a really tough time in my life. Like, my mom got diagnosed, like, with this just Mm out-of-the-blue, like, disease, and it, like, fully changed our family. Like, she went into surgery kind of being, it was, like, such a, a quick, like, down like fall for her like she went from like walking to like limping to like dragging her like her foot to like being in a walker to being in a wheelchair literally in six months and then went into surgery and she hasn't been able to get out of her wheelchair since and she she's been in her wheelchair ever since so that also was such a I think a big factor like where I was in life at that moment because I was like I need somebody because Mm -hmm. there's just a lot on the table but um particularly what you're talking about when I made that decision to leave I thought it was for something else I thought it was because God had placed on my heart to start this nonprofit um but it was really for my mom wow. and not just her but for the bigger picture of like honoring your parents and like family and mm-hmm. she just still wasn't in a stable place where First of all, it wasn't interfering with my job anyways, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like leaving work to like take her to the doctor's appointments and things like that. So it was kind of this this real uh, understanding in hindsight, mm-hmm. like you thought it was for this. And yeah, there were still some really great, amazing things that came out of that season. But it's like I am so thankful that my mom is still here. Mm-hmm. Like the things that woman has gone through and I'm not saying me. Leaving is the reason that she's here. But I'm saying that there are a lot of people that I know that have lost parents unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So I, it was just such a precious gift that God had given me, even though I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this lady is driving me crazy. Um, but in hindsight, like, asked me to leave. I thought it was for one thing, but it was so much bigger than that.
0: hmm. That's so good. Cause that's, I feel like that's a lot of things when God tells us to do something, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to do it because of this. And then he's going to work out like this. And I, when I left my last job, it was for spiritual slang. Yeah. But then I got another job in two months. So then it was like, and I struggled with accepting that job because mm-hmm. I was like, but you told me I was just going to work on spiritual slang, you know? And so it's, it's crazy how like um a lot of times that will be the case where it's like yeah this is what you think it is and yeah like you'll still be doing some sort of that Mm -hmm. or working on that but it's like there's something bigger that i have planned for you there's like a bigger picture to it you know and i took another job because i felt like it was gonna fund spiritual slang
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and it as it should and it does
1: yeah (laughs) amen (laughs) amen to the people thinking about quitting their job
0: but um (laughs)
1: there's something bigger
0: on the way um But back to like kind of like that whole moment in your life, because it is good to look back and be like, well, I'm so thankful. And that's Mm -hmm. and that's the point of it. You know, like God knew what you needed. God knew what was going to happen. And that's why you're able to sit here and be like, oh, now I see it. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, like you said, no, you weren't for it. You know, like you moved back in with your mom after being independent.
1: Um, I remember you gave away all your That's stuff. What I, was say. I took a couple <laughs> of the things. They're still in my apartment. <laughs> Amen. Now, that was the thing, though. Like that was the part where I'm thinking I'm going to put stuff in storage. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I'm going to be at my mom's for like a wee bit of time because I was like, I'm about to be this amazing entrepreneur that has a nonprofit that impacts Los Angeles <laughs> and the world. So it, I had no idea. So when God was telling me to like not sell it on Craigslist. On offer up, like to give my stuff away. I was like, "Wait a minute!" And not just to give my stuff away, but to give, like, I was only given direction, like whatever can fit in these two suitcases, mm-hmm. that is all you can take. Everything else has to go. And it wasn't. A, I think, I think I had like a week left. Mm-hmm. Of, like, the lease of the apartment that I was living in. And I still was kind of, like, waiting. And, like, igno- I really, I wasn't waiting. I was actually just ignoring. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. Not
0: waiting time or ignoring time. Yeah.
1: I was, like, ignoring, like, this cannot be it.
0: Okay. So you had to pack everything up in your suitcases. And then you moved back in with your mom. And then helped out with that and everything. But, like, obviously, it was hard. Because you were also not in the central area of where you used to live. Mm-mm. And so you were kind of, like, outskirts L.A. Um <laughs> And so my question is like, how do you keep your faith in like moments like that, where it's like life is just looking like you're just taking care of your mom and you're not really doing what you wanted to do or thought you were going to do once you left your job. And even if you were, it's just not looking the way maybe you thought. Yeah. Um,
1: it, I mean, it's just like anything. You just kind of have to go through the process. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that in hindsight, while going through that, it was like, where are you, Lord? And, you know, that's why I love reading Psalms in <laughs> moments that are like really dramatic, because if you ever read Psalms, it is mm-hmm. so dramatic. It's like one day he's happy. One day he's upset. One day he's like, you have forsaken me. Like, mm-hmm. and I just appreciate that because I think it's the natural flow of like us as human beings and our emotions. And so it was definitely the ups and downs. But I think really like the thing that I really kind of hold on to is knowing that everything that God has for me is is for my good. And I truly believe I'm I'm typically someone who is like a, a fighter and all of that stuff. But I think you only fail when you quit. So, mm. so, I mean, I just really try to, to keep going. And if I don't quit, then I can't fail. And there's yeah. always like so much learning in that too.
0: Yeah. Dang, that's beautiful. I just try to keep going. Mm-hmm. Just like keep going.
1: Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then eventually God will pull you
1: out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like seasons are just literally a a limited space of time, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's hard when you're in the beginning because like that was so, well, number one, I was on fire too. That's why I even had the courage to like quit my job. I'm like, everything that the Lord says is yes and amen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, sometimes you kind of go through like that, Mm -hmm. like, honeymoon stage i feel like mm-hmm. um but ne- like moving forward like just understanding the ebbs and flows like you're going to have great seasons you're going to have low valley seasons but mm-hmm. you're always going to end on a high note
0: mm-hmm. i like that you referenced it to seasons cuz that's what life is it's like you mm-hmm. you live in seasons mm-hmm. and so you're not always going to have a high season you're always not always going to have a low season but eventually you'll come out of it and so it's like i remember i heard a pastor once say which was Like, um, enjoy every moment because it will pass. This too shall pass. And so if, like, you just keep going, then it's, like, eventually you'll come out of that season and then you'll have a high season. And so Mm -hmm. then eventually you did move and you have your own place now.
1: Yeah. Can we hear about that (laughs) testimony? I'm like, yeah, you know, we we went through a high season Mm -hmm. and now we're back in a low season. (laughs) But, yeah, no, we went through a really high season and it was great. And being in, I don't want to call it a low season. A low season even though it's not as high as the other season was. Yeah. but like it was it was amazing like yeah like just seeing God like really come through his faithfulness sticking to his word mm-hmm. but I think what is so great about the ebbs and flows of life like even in this low season I know what it's like to be in a high season so it's like it is just a matter of time before yeah I get back to that place mm-hmm. I mean even in this season I have way more maturity than mm-hmm. I did then and I think that is what is so important because. I've been through the highs, I've been through the lows. So one, I know there's a high coming back up. And then two, it is, there's also so much value in like mm-hmm. what we consider low valley valley seasons. And I can still see God's hand on my life. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I know, I feel like I know God has so many other names, like Jehovah Jireh, like provision, sustain, or like more now than I ever did
0: mm-hmm. it's the growth that comes in those down seasons oh and gosh. even though it is a hindsight thought because you're like well when I'm over here struggling and I barely have any money it's hard to think about the fact that mm-hmm. I'm I'm growing but it's like in every low season that I've been in i I always look back and be like I'm kind of thankful for that season because of who I became oh gosh, in that yeah. time and like who God became mm-hmm. to me in that time and mm-hmm. how like he was still in my life and keeping me but like just showing me so many different things and then it's like It gives you faith and, like, kind of, like, not ammo, but, like, kind of faith to know that when you do get in another love season, you can come out of it. And you'll come out, like, a
1: better version. And I think, too, that's why it's also, like, I know this is, like, really not related, but the community aspect of this walk is so incredibly important Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you are surrounded by people that have been in the game and and really being a believer and, like, living out that life for 15-plus years – which is something that I don't have because I, wasn't, I didn't mm-hmm, grow up in the mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm. and that's super important, um, they can give you perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think even now, um, I, th- I think I've been saved for, like, five years and, like, literally living my life this way. Um, like, I have more perspective now. I'm like, year one, that would have taken me out of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And I would have been in a meltdown. But year five, year six, it's like, I understand that, again, this is a season, and I also have – great counsel letting me know that this too shall pass and all of the things that keep you motivated and keep you going, you know?
0: So on that same note of now, you feel like you're in like another low season, Mm -hmm. essentially, maybe not soup as low as before. I don't know all the details, but I do know because every time we talk on the phone, (laughs) you bring it up. (laughs) I'm like, how are you? You're like, I'm hanging in there. (laughs) But it's, it's the concept of like life not looking exactly how you planned it to look you know, and like how you want it to look. And you're you're similar to me in the sense that I mean we're just the same now, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding, but in the sense that like we're kind of we can have a little bit of a control and oh like God, yeah. this whole like plan and visual of like how we wanted to look when we were older and how we wanted to like run businesses and da da. da. And it's like when you especially when you commit your life to God, God will take you to so many different places. Mm-hmm. And it'll be beautiful because you'll become do things that you never thought you could do. But then at the same time, you're having to kind of say bye to things that you wanted to do. Right. And that might not be in aligned with what God has for you in that time or in the season. Maybe sometimes it'll come like full circle, Mm -hmm. but you don't know that when you're like not seeing it right away, you know? And so speak a little bit to your
1: current love season. Oh my gosh, this is just so triggering. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, It's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Um, well, I think, let me start by saying like the two biggest lessons that I'm learning. Cause we talked about being, both being very independent. I say independent, you say controlling. Well, well yeah, independent, <laughs> like, independent, but there's controlling. Like, there's control. That, but God
0: has been working on me yeah. with
1: that. <laughs> so this season has been a season for me where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going through this season just so I can learn how to trust God fully. Mm. Um, because you think that you do until you're in a position where it's like, he is really all you have. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that being the first one, the first lesson that I'm really learning in this low season. And even though in this season, it's not everything, it's actually nothing like what I thought my life would be. It's more so how I thought my life would play out. Mm -hmm. Like when I really think down to the core of it, the desires that I really have in, The autonomy that I've always wanted in my career, the ability to like have a seat at the table and to really bring forth impact and change to people like I'm still kind of doing that. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's more so kind of um, just kind of taking off uh, my version of what I thought Mm. I wanted and accepting God's version for you know, what he's saying that I I need in this season. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, though. Some mm-hmm. days I'm like, yes, Lord, let's do this thing. And other days I'm like crying, yeah. <laughs> like, like sobbing, you know, yeah. like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, but I, again, I think that's just like a natural, that's just a relationship. And I think mm-hmm. when we actually take out the religion, we take out all of these other elements that get layered onto Christianity, believing whatever you want, it is a relationship. Mm-hmm. And just like your, our relationship has ebbs and flows. If you're in a relationship with your parents, your spouse, your partner, whatever, it has ebbs and flows. It's legitimately the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think when I took it like at face value for that, like it just made it easier. And it also made me more comfortable in my low seasons to go to God and tell him I'm frustrated. I was. Yeah. It is like talking to God and telling him like, I'm
0: frustrated, you know, and being mm-hmm. open with him. And so is that like one way that you kind of have been able to get through this this time of it's not how I looked, how I thought it would play out, mm-hmm. but it is kind of what I thought I would be doing, but not how it were in the ver- way that I thought it was. Um, Have you just been like open with God and just like telling him consistently? Is
1: that how you get through it? For sure. And I think that's just because I'm that's naturally who I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a poker face. You're going to know how I feel. Yeah. Um, so I think that's part of it, too. But then I also think it it's like getting through it is like just remembering like the word of God, like in like actually like reading the Bible and like the word and like Mm -hmm. just reminding myself of like the promises, I think Mm -hmm. too, is honestly one of the major things that Mm -hmm. get me through it. Something that I just started to, because again, like you kind of go through ebbs and flows and like your devotion and stuff. Like I just started reading the word until I felt peace. Mm -hmm. And then like there, and it doesn't take long because that that thing is good. Okay. (laughs) Um, So like, I'll just like, randomly i'll flip to like psalms or probably things where i know that's going to give me like wisdom and stuff like that and then i'll read and then there will always be some form of scripture where i immediately feel peace and then it's like i'm back to center so Mm -hmm. like i think that's a step that i've been taking um to reduce the amount that i come to god in frustration you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, and really start utilizing the tools that he has given us mm-hmm. to be able to course correct and really balance out my emotions to keep moving forward. I love that living using the tools that he's given us. Mm-hmm. You are
0: so just listen, speak girl. so eloquently. But today I was frustrated in the morning and it kind of speaks to that because I was frustrated in the morning because we forgot something and then I had to drive back and we weren't too far. But then, like immediately when things aren't going like perfect or like mm-hmm. in a flow, I'm like. Yeah. And I'm like, don't get stressed now. Don't get in your head. And the worship was playing because I I always like to like create like a worship environment. Anytime I get on the podcast, worship was playing in the car. And then I was like, started to sing, but it was so hard. (laughs) So you're just frustrated, Mm -hmm. but it's like using the tools that he's given us already Mm -hmm. to get back in alignment and to get back into peace. Because sometimes you have to do it even when it doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was singing it, but I didn't really feel it. But then I was like, just keep singing and then you'll feel it, you know? And it's like, and that's what I did. And then I felt like myself get, lighter and mm-hmm. i felt more peace and i was like okay it'll all work out however it's supposed to work out like yeah. don't even worry you're gonna get there at the time that you get there and it'll all get done and so i love that you said the tools that he's given us and it's like it takes us being obedient and disciplined enough to do that mm-hmm. even when we don't feel like it because like in seasons where i'm down and stuff like sometimes i don't feel like getting in the word mm-hmm. sometimes i don't feel like talking to god really like yeah and which is but, so normal <laughs> yeah and but that's like where the enemy will try to keep us you know but anytime i'm like in those times and I'm like Chanel just do it just mm-hmm. listen to that one worship song that you know can get can hit you sometimes it doesn't hit right away mm-hmm. but um if you listen to it a couple times then you like start to feel it and stuff and so I love that you said that um when we were talking on the phone though you were talking about like having to grieve oh, my something in this season or like I guess the version that you mm-hmm. thought you would be or however you thought it would come to life but then not harboring on it
1: mm-hmm. so talk a little bit about that yeah I've been in a serious, like, a whole season, a whole year of mourning, like, and I know it's just because, like, I'm naturally, like, an optimistic, Mm happy-go-lucky, like, that's, like, naturally my disposition, Um, this year has been so hard, and I don't even think I'm that much of an Mm -hmm. emotional person, like, where, like, I'm crying or something, but, golly, the (laughs) amount of tears this, (laughs) this year, um... And it's just like, I was kind of first, I mean, I went through all stages of grief. Number one, I don't know what they are, but I know one is like Like denial, denial. Uh (laughs) straight denial. I feel like, and then I finally got to a place and there's anger. I think at one point that was fun. Before you go on, are you, what are you grieving? The version? I'm grieving like what I wanted Mm. out of my life. Like I always say like me and God are never on the same page. And again, it's because I'm never on God's page, but like, I thought I would be still in the sports industry, an exec at this time, you know, because I had literally positioned my life for that. Um, living with some <laughs> poodle in downtown L.A. in high I mean, not the poodle. In reality, <laughs> actually, I don't really like poodles, but like, you know, I thought I would have like a cute little. Yeah. Dog. When in reality, it's like I work at a church. I it's a nonprofit, and My lifestyle is not living in a downtown high rise, you know? So like having to grieve what I thought Mm -hmm. this stage of my life would be, um, has been the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been tough. Like if I can be honest, but I think too, like I'm now starting to see the beauty of what this season is bringing. I think it's, I've grown so much and like I've gained so much maturity in this season and perspective, um, that it's like, I'm definitely on the end of it. And that's where I am like, I can't harbor anymore because Mm -hmm. you can, grieving is, although it's healthy, like if you continue to grieve Mm -hmm. too long, like you miss out on what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was missing out on like some very special moments and even amazing things that people would say to me that I couldn't even receive because I was like, well, this is not what I wanted. So Mm -hmm. whatever you say doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. But like, really taking a moment to honor like mm-hmm. how people see me, how people what the compliments that people are are giving me and just letting that seep in and realize like okay wait, hold on. There's a lot of beauty in this season too and I can't just throw that away quite frankly because I'm mad that life didn't turn out the way that I thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. Um you are
0: doing great now in, in your in your current field. Um but I know what you're talking about because every time we do talk and I'm like you're doing crazy things for the church or like, it's looking great and everything. And you're like, you accept it, but you're also like, girl, <laughs> I'm like, it ain't what you wanted. I know. But, um, but I think allowing yourself to grieve is really mm-hmm. important. Like what you thought something would be or how you thought you would be, yeah. what you thought a friendship would be, a relationship or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, it's something we wanted and was a desire. Mm-hmm. And when that gets not taken from us, but when that is not what it is, it's, It hurts. And mm-hmm. so it's like, when you don't allow yourself to grieve it in a sense, like it can only hurt you more. Like you said, like you weren't able to receive things, um, compliments and stuff, mm-hmm. or what people were saying. Cause it was like, I'm still mad that I'm not where I thought I was going right. to be. Um, But also I love what you said that it's like, there's a time to grieve mm-hmm. and then there's a time to move on. Yeah. You know? And it's like, there's a, it's like seasons, like there's a time to mourn and there's a time to be joyful. Like, okay, now you can cry and now and grieve and everything. But like, move on yeah. because you will miss what God's trying to do in that current season. It's the whole story with Saul though, which is like Samuel was grieving Saul because he was king and God was like how long are you going to cry for? I already have something else for you. Right. And it's like we can miss what God is doing in this current season and the now when we're too worried about like our own expectations or what we wanted or da 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 when it's like the reality is we only have this time for a season. Yeah. And so it's like there's so many beautiful things that can come out of any season. If you just allow it to play out for itself and then and just watch God move, Mm -hmm. you know, correct me if I'm wrong. But did you say the statement that you don't want to get to heaven and God be like, I had all of this for you. But then like you. Oh, I need the
1: full 100 percent. Yeah. Not ninety nine (laughs) point nine, not ninety-nine point nine nine. Like I need the full 100. Okay, so
0: it was you that said that statement. What exactly is that statement? But I always keep it at the back of my mind, which was. You said something like, I don't want to, I'm doing all this or something like that, because I don't want to get to happen and God be like, I had all of this for you, oh, but I'll, like you couldn't get out of your own way or
1: something. Right. I would be, I mean, I think that's devastating. Like, I like that there's nothing that grieves me more than people <laughs> like thinking, just like, I don't know, like living their life in a way that is not not real I'm not gonna say not realizing their full potential because I love when I don't know who said it but they're like even Jesus like he did not reach his full potential he reached Mm -hmm. his purpose Mm -hmm. but he didn't reach his full potential because he obviously had so much more in him um but when people like really don't live up to everything that they are supposed to do and be like I feel like that's the saddest thing if you get up there and it's like yeah and he shows you all the things that you could have done but you couldn't get over one moment in your life. And that's Mm. actually what happens to people. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes our maturity, our emotional maturity, whatever it is, like stops at a certain age because obviously trauma, which is a very real thing. So I don't want to play like it isn't, but, but because we couldn't work to use that trauma as fuel for what's next and for inspiration and all of that, like we can legitimately miss out on so many things. So when it was like, not like, it, it wasn't as harsh as like, okay, get over it. But it's like, I need to get over this and move forward mm-hmm. and realize the beauty of the season that is it that this is. Because there's something for me in this season. And I don't want this to be the moment of my life where it's like, I get up to heaven and then I, I see everything that I couldn't accomplish just because I was harboring feelings about where I wanted to be, you know, turning 30. Like, the season is just such a small piece. And like the grand theme... Scheme of, scheme of things <laughs> but I love being 30 mm-hmm. I think it's like such a, an amazing part of my life like I feel so much more confident I don't care about what other people think anymore mm-hmm. and I think age actually like helps play a factor in it yeah too. and they say
0: like 30s are like your best years I mean I heard multiple people said that and it, say that and I have a coworker who's turning 40 this year or like next week and I was just talking to her yesterday and she was like I loved my 30s and I was like Dang, I wonder if it's because, and I feel it too, because as I'm 30s we're the same age, I like feel like you don't care anymore Mm-mm. about a lot of things. Like you don't care about many things and you're also just like, life is just moving. Yeah. So if it's like, if I'm going to stay, like I'm not going to stay like in these type of mindsets in these like sad moments or whatever, like life is just moving and it's getting faster as you get older. And so I feel like in your 30s, you just like are carefree,
1: living, still within God's constraints. <laughs> right. But I think to your point, it's like, because life is moving, I think what this time in my life, it forces me to be present. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait. And I think, too, it's actually my nephew. Like, seeing how fast he's grown. And you have nep- nieces.
0: Nieces and, and a nephews. nephew.
1: But I have a niece turning 10 this year. Ugh, isn't it scary? Yes. You're like, so seeing how quickly life is moving through this little person that I legitimately saw the moment he came into this world, it's like, Oh wait, life is moving really fast and I need to be more present.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I don't want to make sure I don't want sh- to miss out on those moments. Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Um, but before we wrap, I want to bring up that thought again where it was like, um, I don't want to get to heaven and and like realize that I missed out on anything because I always think about that thought. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I have it constantly when God is calling me to like lay something down or say no to something or do something or take a faith step. I'm always like, just do it now because you don't want to get to heaven and be like, I was like, I had all this, oh, yeah. but you couldn't, but you couldn't trust me. Oh yeah, um, Ooh, That can be like <laughs> legit, like a
1: stolt in my heart.
0: Because yeah. that's how it is. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And that's like the thought I had when I left my job, my last job with no like real plan other than to work on spiritual slaying. And it was like an identity thing. Obviously I was laying down, which I've talked about many times, but I had the real turning point for me to actually do it when I had bills to pay and didn't have a job lined up. God was like, you need to leave, mm-hmm. was I thought to myself, I was like, what is the alternative? I stay here and miss what God is trying to do or I go, mm-hmm. and you know, and if I stay here, then I'll always wonder what if. Yeah. And so I was like, fine, I'm going to do it. You have to. And then I did it like the next day or something. And so it's like, you just, there is no alternative. Like when God tells you to do something, because it's like, you will miss out on so many things that you probably, one, have prayed about, but also that you
1: haven't prayed about that are just going to like bless your life mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then i think on the opposite side too because i think a lot of the times we all talk about like the leaving part of it but like even the staying. like mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes i would be like and we're out <laughs> um you know but it's like i think in this season too i'm, I'm used to god saying like okay leave and yeah now i feel like god is like okay no you need to stay wow and i'm just like yeah, you know, yeah, um, it's hard. Yeah, but I think it still requires the same amount of faith, whether someone is leaving or someone is being or being asked to leave by the Holy Spirit, or mm-hmm. someone is being asked to stay by the Holy Spirit. It mm-hmm. still takes the same amount of faith. Yeah, um, and so I just wanted to no.
0: bring that up
1: because, you know, that is the experience that I'm having now. Like I'm actively in faith, staying. Yeah. Wow. That's good that you brought that up because
0: not a lot of people do talk about that when mm-hmm. it's like, actually, it's not time for you to go. And that's because everything's assignment, you know, yeah. and it's like your assignment in places sometimes isn't up and God is still trying to do something. And I remember, um, I mean, even now at my current job, sometimes I have moments where I'm like, I'm done with the nine to five life. Mm-hmm. I could go right now. And God's like, it's not time for you to go. And, I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: and you <laughs> don't, I don't want to go yeah. either outside of that timing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because then it's like, I'll be out there on my own. And it's like, I only mm-hmm. want to go where God's grace is. And so if his grace is here and he's trying to do something, then I have to stay. Um, but also, like, at my old job, before I a year before I was thinking about leaving because I was, like, kind of, like, getting annoyed with some things. <laughs> <laughs> um, <but laughs> so I'm going to leave. <laughs> but um, I remember feeling like God was like, no, you can't leave. And mm-hmm. I am just being like, but I am like, I don't like it anymore. And I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm growing and blah, blah, blah. And God was like, stay. And then... Later on, like, two months later, my friend got hired, and she was, like, an atheist, Mm -hmm. and she came over, like, and is now a believer, and because of, like, she was able to, like, witness me, like, being a believer, and not that I was, like, super Jesus on her, but, like, you Mm -hmm. know, she was able to witness, and I remember when I left, finally left that job, God brought that back to my memory and was like, I couldn't have you leave too soon. Yeah. Because
1: then, not that he could have never reached her, but he was like, I was going to use you. Absolutely. And I and I love that. And that is actually one of my mottos. Like, I am wouldn't consider myself to be super preachy, super religious or anything. Like, my main prayer to God is always like, let my life be evidence, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that if you just show up the way that God is asking you to show up, and, and to your point too, like, God ha- having you be that vessel for her. I'm starting to see that in my friends' lives as well. I'm Mm -hmm. just living my regular old (laughs) authentic life just trying to love Jesus the best that I can. But it's like actually impacting people. Yeah, And it's like those little comments where it's like, oh, well, I saw that you did this and, you know, the Lord had you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, and so the Lord should have me too. And it's like, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to be like preachy, Jesus-y or any, like to your point, like what you said is like, when you just live your life authentically, Mm -hmm. the best way that Mm -hmm. you can with the intention of, you know, really just wanting to be all that God has called you to be, like, it's going to produce fruit. Yeah. And he's going to use you. For sure. It's like, we don't have to do the saving. God does the saving. You don't have, you don't have to interfere with anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, God will do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to save people. God is going to do it. But it's like, if we, we, he just is requiring our yes. Like, can I use you in a space? And it's like, if we stay surrendered, then he'll shine his light through us. He'll create, Mm -hmm. like, we have that peace. And sometimes when I didn't even feel like I had peace, God was still showing her peace. Right. Oh, my God. Which is, like, so crazy where he'll, like, keep certain parts of frustration covered for the sake of someone else, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, she was like, you're always, you know, like, in a good mood. And, like, I just see you have community and all these things. And, like, I want that. And I was like, really? You couldn't tell I was frustrated? But that was, like, what I thought in my head. But it's like, God...
1: God was doing it, you know, like he was just yeah. shining his light. That goes back to like my original point. Like you can still like, it's very human to feel frustration. Mm-hmm. But when there's a level of peace that you have, I don't think your frustration shows in the same way that it could. Mm-hmm. Like I know before I had peace, what my frustration would look like. And I obviously I'm human. I still do have those moments. behind Closer doors, Of course. <laughs> um, but like, also having peace and even having peace in like the rawest frust- frustrated moment I could have. Mm-hmm. It's still very different. Mm-hmm. You know, so that actually makes sense that she couldn't really see that.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. thank
1: you for coming on spiritual to yeah. saying, Was it bad? Was it too bad? I mean, this is my first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it wasn't bad. Okay. I mean, we're friends. No, so yeah. Very yeah. It was like conversational.
0: But I want us to end the episode Um, how I always end episodes. And basically, you can kind of look at the camera. For oh this gosh. one. I'm basically going to say, like, one thing, like, um, keep going or something. Like, some random mm. statement, and then you'll say something, and then I'll end it with stay prayed up.
1: Okay. who so I have to think of a statement? Yeah. Just, like, one statement. Keep going, or, like...
0: Like, yeah, or, like, um, God is never too far from you, or something. Something like mm-hmm. that, like... Something oh, that so it can be, like, your, it doesn't have to it can be, be, like be,
1: three words. It can be, like, a... Anything you want. Okay.
0: While you think of that, I'm going to say yeah, something. Go um... I'm not going to tell mine, but I want to say, like, a lot of these things, like, made me think of, like, life with God isn't perfect, but it's worth it, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, none of us, we're both not sitting here with any, like, regrets or, and you said earlier, like, it was the best decision of your life. And it's, like, even though I've gone through so many low, freaking dark moments Mm -hmm. when I was with God, like, I still am sitting here, like, it's the best decision I ever made for myself. Yeah. Like, uh, because of the peace, I have my mind. I would have lost my mind, could have potentially lost my life and all sorts of things. Um, Legit. But God saw fit to bring (laughs) me through. (laughs) Um, But it's, like, so, yeah, the whole point of this episode really was, like, life with God isn't perfect, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And it's better than all the other old lives. Yeah.
1: Okay. And I think for me, like, I think this is just my season. like, what I'm, like, getting from this episode is, like, really, like, trust. Like, Mm -hmm. trust that you hear from God. Mm -hmm. I think is like my biggest takeaway. That's good. You know? Yeah. I know it's a little not fully aligned with it is, but I think in the behind the scenes of like all the things that we're talking about, like trust that you really hear God. Okay. So is that what you want to tell them? Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'll start. Okay. I'm going to keep everything in, but we can do
1: it that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Life with God isn't perfect, but it's worth it. And then I would say trust that you are really hearing from God. And then stay prayed up. Yeah. Peace.
0: We did
1: it.